So yesterday we started looking at the life of young Joseph. Joseph has been sold into slavery by his brothers, and he is now working for a man named Potiphar, who is a captain of the guard for Pharaoh. And Joseph, he's doing really well. Anything that is in his purview, anything in the house, anything in the field, Potiphar doesn't worry about anymore because it's under Joseph's control. And he is not concerned with anything except what he ate because that's something that Joseph was not in charge of. But not only is Joseph really good at managing the finances and taking care of the house and of the field, but as it says in verse 6, Joseph was handsome and well-built. The Bible takes... It mentions that in a verse, that he was handsome and well-built. All the work that he's been doing in and out of the house has been paying off. It's been, he's been, he's looking good. Brother Joseph is a good-looking brother. And it doesn't go unnoticed. Sister Potiphar, Potiphar's wife, comes to him and says, Hey, she takes notice and she says, lie with me, sleep with me. And his response is not, yo, if I, if I do this, I'm going to get fired. Are you, you know, you're crazy? I'm going to lose my job. More than that, maybe Potiphar's going to kill me or put me in prison or whatever it may be. Um, you know, that's not what he says. He says, how can I do this thing and sin against God? His view of this action was not really offending Pharaoh or offending Potiphar or offending Potiphar's wife. It was, how can I do this and offend God? That was his view about this sin. But that didn't stop Potiphar's wife. No, in verse 10, she says, it says, she spoke to Joseph every day, but he did not listen to her about lying with her or being with her. But it happened one day that Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house were there. She caught him by his clothing, saying, Lie with me. But he left his clothing in her hand, and he fled, and he got outside. And when she had saw this, she had let, that he had left his clothing in her hand and had fled outside, she called to the men of the house and spoke to them, saying, See, he who has brought this Hebrew into the house has brought him in to humiliate us. He came in to lie with me, and he cried out with a loud voice, and I cried out with a loud voice. But when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his clothing with me, he fled, and he got outside. Basically, she accuses him of rape. She accuses Joseph of rape. It says here that she did not listen to what Joseph said about, you know, all that stuff. She talked to him every day. She was asking him, come sleep with me. She did not relent. She didn't say, oh, this guy, this is a good kid. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know mess around with this kid. He's a good kid. He's on the high, high and narrow path. You know, I don't want to mess with, you know, I'm, let me find some other slave boy to mess around with. No, <laughs> she spoke to Joseph every day, but he did not listen to her about lying with her or being with her. And in the moment where she really just came on to him to really have him give in to her, he didn't stick around. He ran, he fled. What can we learn about this story, this section of the story? When we are faced with temptation, we should not treat it as something lightly, as just oh, a little flirtation, a little flirt back here and there, maybe search a little bit longer. No, no, no. The thing that we should do is the same thing that Joseph did from the very beginning. He did not listen to her about lying with her or even being with her. So I'm sure that not only did he, you know, ignore what she was saying, he purposely avoided places where he would be alone with her, just being with her. He didn't he didn't want to do even that. And in the moment where the temptation was coming onto him so strong, he didn't stick around and try to rationalize and say, oh, no, look, Sister Potiphar, like, I've told you many times, like, I can't do it. Oh, okay, maybe just, a... no, he, he ran. He ran from her. He, he, he took off. You know, I was thinking about this story as I was, like, kind of preparing and reading this. And to stand up to Pharaoh's or Potiphar's wife as a slave, Think about the 
the the confidence that takes to you know you're in a you're the slave you're the property in in this situation to talk back to the the pot to to the to your master's wife the level of confidence that it takes the level of faith that joseph had in god he didn't care that i you know i'm a slave i'm in a foreign country it'd probably be best to stay in the lines and not rattle anything and you know not not shake the boat i, I don't want to mess up what i have here i don't want to jeopardize my life i'm going to just comply i'm just going to comply i'm not going to because i don't know what's going to happen to me no he doesn't comply he sticks firm with what he believes is the truth. And that's what I want us to do as well, men. Because many times in life, you might be the only one in your social circle that's going to say, no, I'm going to stop looking at porn. I'm going to stop sleeping with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing things God's way. It, it doesn't have to be sexual temptations. It could be anything. You might be the only person in your family, in your social circle, in your community that is trying to do things in the way of God. And the pressure is going to be, I don't want to rattle the boat. You know, I don't want to be the one that's singled out. I got to really know my place. No, stand for what you know is true. Not only that, when it comes to sexual temptations, don't stick around to flirt with it. When you're faced with something online, don't research it further. Catch yourself. We've talked about this in the past 30 days or so. A prudent man foresees evil. So if you know that going down a certain road is going to lead you down a certain path, down certain actions and to a place you don't want to go, stop yourself. Tell yourself, no, I'm not even going to flirt with it. I'm out. Run. Close your computer. Get up and walk out. Go somewhere else until that feeling and that temptation goes away. Submit it to God. And then when the temptation gets really hard, don't stick around. Don't flirt with it. Don't rationalize with it. It is not a temptation that that gets better the longer we stick with it. The longer you stay in that situation, the stronger the temptation gets to the point where there is no return. There is a threshold to which we cannot return back from it and we will fall. But don't get mad after you're at the, after that threshold and be like, oh man, I messed up again. No, no, you walk down that road. You set yourself up. Don't set yourself up. Run from it. Let's take notice of, of this young man, Joseph, who this kid's probably a teenager, early 20s, but he still had the strength and, you know, dare I say the balls to stand up to people who were in his superiors to stand up to people who are higher than him, to people who could kill him. And he still stood up in a foreign land, in a foreign country with a foreign language. And he said, no, I'm still going to stand for what I believe is true. And I pray that we have the same conviction. I pray for the same conviction in my own life that man, no matter what comes my way, no matter what temptation comes my way, I want to be so secure, so founded in my relationship with God that I say, no, I'm not going to mess with it. I'm not going to flirt with it. In fact, let me get up on out of here and I'm gone. Let me not flirt around with this anymore because I know myself. I know that if I stay here, I'm going to, you know, if I stay in this certain location, I'm, I'm going to mess up. If I hang out with these certain people or this certain girl, if I go visit this girl or whatever it may be, I know where things are going to go. So I'm not going to go down that path. I pray that that be our attitude going forward. So he runs. She commits or she, she yells rape, right? She accuses him of rape. What happens? Let's find out tomorrow.